In Sefer HaSifas Tov Shemim Beis, for Parshas Toldos, there's actually two Sifas. The Rebbe spoke a few times during the week, and in this, in the way the Rebbe was Magia the Sicha, so there is two different Sichas, a combination of Shabbos Parshas Toldos with some of the Sichas, and another Sicha with some of the other Sichas. So the one we are going to be learning is a combination of the Sicha of Rishchodesh Kislev and Shabbos Parshas Toldos, which was based Kislev of Tavshin and Beis. So this can be found in Sefer Astichas Tavshin and Beis. Chelek Aleph, page 122. And the Rebbe starts off the Sifa by saying that it's known that in every single Rishchodesh there is something of a general theme that is similar in all months. As this is emphasized in the Kriyas HaToyra, which is always the same Kriyas HaToyra in all Rishchodesh, as well as in Wusuf, and which are both speaking about the carbon of the day. Which speaks about over Rashi Chodshechen that under Rish Chodesh, both in Kriyas Atoyra and Musaf, speaks about the different Korbanis that are there for Rish Chodesh. And this is the same all months of the year, besides for Rosh Hashanah. So this is a common theme in all Rashi Chodeshin. Then there is the individual thing that is connected to the specific month. <coughs> and this is emphasized also in the name of the month and the Yom Toyra within the month, etc. So the Rebbe says, we want to explain over here the special Indian of Rish Chodesh Kislev, both as far as the general Indian of Rish Chodesh, and also specifically the Indian of Rish Chodesh Kislev, which in Rish Chodesh Kislev is even more emphasized the whole idea of what Rish Chodesh generally is all about, as will be explained later in the Sitra. Most importantly, this is all connected to the most important Nakuda in the life of each and every Yid, and of all of the Yidans throughout all the generations, the concept of which is the idea that really our every part of our life is all about bringing Moshiach. Even more emphasized in our generation and in our period, as discussed many times, specifically recently, that we have finished already all of the things that have to be done, and all that needs to be done right now is to be with Kabul Pnei Moshiach Tzedkeinu, to receive, to greet Moshiach Tzedkeinu, B'Poyolamish. So the Rebbe starts explaining in Zev base The general idea of Rosh Chodesh is emphasized in the name itself, Rosh Chodesh. What does Rosh Chodesh mean? So the word Chodesh is from the word of Chidush, of a renewal. This is based on, it's similar to the concept of the renewal of the moon. After it's been becoming smaller and smaller, diminishing in the second half of the previous month, finally disappearing, getting covered over and disappearing completely on Erev Rosh then there is a new birth, as it were, in a way of a Rizchatros, in a renewed way. Or to use the Lushan of the Pasuk, which says, and something connected with Rosh as well, the Pasuk says, This is a Pasuk. It's speaking about David HaMelech. Yohannes is saying to David that you are going to be remembered because your seat will be empty, your seat will be vacant. In the story of David HaMelech and Shaul HaMelech and Shaul and David not appearing at the table of Shaul. So Yohannes is saying you're going to be remembered because your place is going to be empty. And this was the Arash So the idea over here is similar to the idea of the moon. That just like by the moon, that first it gets concealed and covered. And then there's a renewal in a similar way over here because he is missing, so to speak, from his place. And after that, 
brings him to mind and he's remembered. Now, even though the Moilatal Avana, when the Lavana, when the moon is renewed, it's only in a way of a little tiny Nakuda, a little tiny dot. However, since this is a Nakuda, this is the, that point of birth, so inside that one little point or that one little dot is included the whole continuation of everything that, that's going to follow. Similar to the way it is regarding the birth of a person, that the moment he is born, is only one small little moment, a little tiny baby, but in that moment is included everything that's going to follow in his life. And this is actually why it's called a Roish Chodesh, because it's similar to the Roish, line of the head, that includes the rest of the person. We know this concept also from Rosh Hashanah, which Rosh Hashanah is also a Rosh Chodesh, and it's Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. Tishrei is the letters of the word Rashis, same letters as Rashis, because in the beginning of the whole year, and we say regarding Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, the Pasuk says, which simply means that this is a time, as the Gemara explained, this is a Yomtev, when the moon is covered, because this is just right at the beginning of the month, and then starts the birth, or in a renewed way, which is going to include everything that follows, and that's why this is the head for the whole year. And in a similar way, is the idea of every single Rosh In the Avoida of Yidin, Yidin as we know, are compared to the moon, and they count their months according to the moon, and they're going to be renewed like the moon. So here too, there's the chindush that happens in the world through the avoider of the Yidin. Similar to the moon being renewed, there's the chindush that's happening in the world through the avoider of the Yidin. And the Rebbe gives a very interesting pshat over here. The Rebbe says that perhaps, that's also why it's called Rosh Echotshechem, in addition to meaning your Rosh Chodesh, the word Chodeshechem could also mean your chindush. In other words, there's a chindush happening over here through the avoid of the yid. And even more so, a chindush happening, a renewal happening within the yid himself. Literally, your chindush, a chindush inside of you, not only a chindush that's happening because of the yid, but also a chindush within the yid himself. That is, it's through the avoid of the yid, they are elevated to a higher level than they were before they came down into this world, as ultimately will, of course, be revealed completely which David and his kingdom are also all compared to the moon. Says the Rebbe V'yashloimah, we could say that our Rosh this is the time that in each and every Yid is revealed the spark of Moshiach that's inside of him, the Yechidah that's inside of him, the spark of the general Yechidah, which is the Neshabah of Moshiach. And because the Yechidah is being revealed inside the Yid, that's why it affects a Chidush, a renewal in all matters of the Yid, and so that every single part of the Yid is permeated with the idea of Yechidah, and most importantly that this brings about the Yizgalas, the revelation and the coming of Moshiach Tzidkenu. In the most literal sense, in the Shama Begulf, on the Shama in a physical body, the Melech Mibes David, the king from the household of David, etc. So, in summary, the Nakuda the Rebbe is so far saying over that what is the idea of Rosh Chodesh? The idea of Rosh Chodesh is that there was a certain concealment, but the moment of Rosh Chodesh represents the birth and the renewal of the whole new month and everything that's to follow that's included in that one little Nakuda, both as far as the moon is concerned, as well as within the Yitzhavoidah. Says the Rebbe, this whole idea where Rosh Chodesh stands for is emphasized even more so in Rosh Chodesh Kislev, because of the specific idea of what Kislev is all about. 
So let's let up, let's have a look at the name of the month, Kislev. The name Kislev includes in it two words, case, loy. Now, case means a covering or a concealment, similar to what we said before about the moon, that it's being concealed, or like we said before about Dovid Amelach, that his cheer is being emptied. And what is the loy? The case loy, you could translate, it's a case over him, loy to him. But the Rebbe says the word loy, Lamadvav, is 36. What's the significance of 36? It's the gematri, it's the same numerical value as the word Eila. What does Eila mean? Eila is when you could usually, Eila means these are. So it's when you could point to something and you could see it clearly. In other words, it's representing a concept of a gilu, a revelation. Similar to the gilu or the loilud of the lavana, like we said before, like the renewal of the moon. Well, like we said by David Amalekh, he's remembered Davka because and after there was a, a time that he was missing or that he wasn't there. And in a similar way over here, case loy represents case as the concealment and loy is the revelation that follows that also includes everything that's going to follow like the roish that includes everything all the way to the ultimate beauty with all of the details that are to follow. That's what Ayla means, it's revealed. And it's also hinted in the word loy in another way because all the details that are to follow is the midos, that is, the word loy equals 36. Now in the midos, in amongst the 10 spheres, there's a set of six midos, that's the six first midos besides from Malthus. So six times six, that means each one of the midos as they include the other equals 36. So this is all the midos as they are standing, fully developed or fully revealed. So the word loy, once again, represents a revelation of all of the midos. So therefore, again, kislev, representing kisloi, is first of all, case is the concealment, similar to just before Rishleidish, and loy is the revelation, either because of the eila, because these are, that means something revealed, and what's there, the potential for all the midos, the Midois times and including each of the other Midois, which is 36, and therefore Kislev or Kisloy represents the whole idea of what Rishchidosh is all about, first the concealment and then the revelation. Furthermore, in the idea of Kislev, this concept of Rishchidosh is emphasized even more than a regular Rishchidosh. Because a regular Rishchidosh, we said before, there is this concept of the concealment which is by Rosh Hashanah, is, is in the word Bakese, Bakese Leyoim Chagenu. Now the word Bakese Leyoim Chagenu is spelled with a hay, the word Bakese, which means a covering is spelled with a hay, but it could also be understood like, as if it was said, as if it's said with an Aleph. Now what would that mean? So if it's Kese, instead of with a hay, it means an Aleph. It means there's case, the concealment, and then followed by an Aleph, which means it's only like the beginning of the gilui, like the first one of the letters of the Aleph base, so there's just a little bit of gilui right after the concealment. Whereas Kisle, we just said, after the case, comes not an Aleph, but comes Lamedvo. What do we say Lamedvo means? It represents all of the Midos, and all of the Midos the way they include each other. In other words, it represents the Tachlis HaGilui, not that there's a little bit of revelation, like in the case of, in the situ- in the, of case Aleph, where there's a concealment and only a little bit of revelation afterwards. Instead, kislev, case glory, means there's a concealment, and then there's a full revelation. So from all of this, we understand that a Rishchidosh kislev 
the concept of Geulah is emphasized even more so than in a regular Rishchidosh. A regular Rishchidosh, we say that Yidin are going to be renewed like the moon, but it means there's only a little tiny drop of Gilu coming about on Rishchidosh itself. There's only like the case Aleph, there's only one little bit of Gilu, like the one little drop of the moon that's being revealed right after the Moilut. However, in Kislev we're saying there is the Tachlis on Gilu, there's the complete revelation, the Lama Devav, similar to what's going to be by the Gula, when there's going to be the complete revelation. The idea of the Gula is also emphasized in the Yomim Toivim within Chodesh Kislev. And the Rebbe starts from the end of the month, the Yom Tif of the end of the month, the Yom Tif of Hanukkah, so-called because of the Hanukkah Mizbeach, the dedication of the Mizbeach and the Beis Hamikdash in the time of the second Beis Hamikdash when it was renewed once again by the Hashem Noim. And ultimately the main dedication of the Beis Hamikdash Hashlishi, which is going to be by the Gugulo Amitiz Vashleim of the as is hinted, also in the eight days of Hanukkah, eight days of Hanukkah, in contrast to the seven days of Pesach and Sukkot, there's also the eight candles of Hanukkah. In comparing that to the, the seven candles in the base Hamikdash, which that's with the Menorah, with which the miracle actually happened, the miracle of the oil happened in a Menorah of seven branches. And yet here there's the idea of eight which the idea of eight is all connected, of course, to the Indian of Yemois Mashiach, as it's explained in the Gemara and in other places. The Mashiach is specifically connected to the number eight. It ever points out that the whole idea generally of Hanukkah, that we say that it's connected to the number of eight, is also represents the special avoid of Yidin, where while the world was created in seven days, seven Shivasime Abinyan, yet there's the avoid of Yidin. Yidin have and they add their little bit to the to what the Abish to create it. And that's represented by the number eight, which is the eight days of Hanukkah. So Hanukkah, first of all, is connected to the Beit HaMikdash, to the Gugula, etc. So more of the Yom Toivim of Kislev in later generations. So there was added and revealed also the Yom Toivim of, of Hasidus. The Chagagul of the Alter Rebbe on Yutis Kislev, which is Rosh Hashanah of Hasidus. The Chagagul of the Mittel Rebbe on Yud Kislev. So this is all Yom to do with Hasidus, which is Pnimiyas HaToyrah called also the oil of the Torah, or the Yechidah in Torah, which of course, the connection to the Golog, that by spreading Chassidus, we know this is what brings Moshiach, who is also the Yechidah, amongst Yidl, regarding whom we say, in what Sosi David Abdi Besherimen Kodshim Meshachtim, the David Amela was, an, was anointed with the holy oil, again the connection, Dafka, with the Indian of oil. And to add that it's already been accepted amongst Yidin, and this is, continues to be so more and more, that Chodesh Kislev is called the Chodesh HaGubula, starting with Rish Chodesh Kislev, which Rish Chodesh, again, includes the whole month. So it's a Rish Chodesh of Gula, in addition to the general connection of the Gula to the renewal of the moon, which we said before that every single Rish Chodesh, and Rish Chodesh Kislev, Kisloi, even more so. So the idea of the Chodesh HaLavana we know is that just like the moon is renewed, so too the Yidin will be renewed, just like the moon, with the coming of David, Malcolm Meshichah, as said before. The Rebbe now in the Sikhah goes on to explain he more the connection of the Geula of the Yidin with this concept of the Chiddush Halavona. And the Rebbe says in Siv Dalit that in order to explain this a little bit more, the connection of the Geula of Yidin with the renewal of the moon, we say that the Yidin are going to be Sheim Asidim Kavoy, so we are going to be renewed like the moon. That's what we say in Kiddush Levana. So we could ask the following question. 
we find in the Midrashim of Chazal that the Shleimus of Yidin, when the Yidin are considered at the peak, at the highest level, in the time of David HaMelech, and more so in the time of Shloim HaMelech, is compared to the moon when it's a complete moon. So we know, this is what the Medrash is telling us, that in the beginning of the month, the moon starts shining. So you have in the beginning of Nisan, the Medrash mentioned specifically, the moon starts shining. And it's getting bigger and bigger, shining more and more, all the way to the 15th day of the month. And finally, you have a full moon on the 15th day of the month. Says the Medrash, so too the Yidin. We have Avram Avinu, 15 generations all the way till Shloim HaMelech. Avram starts shining, when the moon starts shining. And then finally, Shloim HaMelech comes, and it's like a full moon. The 15th generation is a full moon. This is what the Pasuk said, by Yeshiv Shloim Al-Kitzi Hashem L'Melech, that Shloim HaMelech sat down on the throne of Hashem, being king. This is the full moon when Yidna is standing at their peak, at their fullest, and so on. So the question is this. Since by the Kulua Mitzvah Shleimah through Mashiach Tzadkenu, who comes from David Amalek from Shleimah, the Eden are going to be standing at, in, with the greatest Shleimahs, with the greatest perfection, in fact, even more than in the time of David Amalek and Shleimah Amalek. Seemingly, it would have been more appropriate to compare the Eden to that time to a full moon, like to the 15th day of the month, not to the Moilat Halavana, to the birth or the renewal of the moon of Rosh when barely the light of the moon is just now starting to shine, like a little tiny, a little tiny dot after being concealed completely before. This is totally not comparable to the way that oil of the, the light of the moon is going to be in the middle of the month when we have a full moon. Definitely it's nothing in comparison to the way the moon is going to shine. When Mashiach comes, when we say that the moon is going to be as strong as the sun, as it was before it had become smaller, so the question is, why are we saying in Kiddush Lovana that we are going to be renewed like the moon? When Mashiach comes, we're going to have that level of renewal, similar to the Moilad Halavana, like the moon was just renewed. Why don't we compare it mainly to the time of the Mili Halavana, the time when the, when the moon is full? Why compare it to the tiny dot of the moon? The Rebbe says this question becomes even stronger when we look at Rishchidosh Kislev, what did we say before Rishchidosh Kislev means? Kislev, we said, means case. There's first the concealment. Then is loy. And what did we say loy means? Loy means 36. That means the full gilu, the complete gilu. As we said, a six times six and so on. When does that happen? When do you have a full gilu? That's when you have a full moon. Not the moment after the moilet, after the renewal or the birth of the moon. So if that's the case, once again, why are we focusing so much on the concept of Shema the moment of the Moilat? So we must say that in the comparison of the Gu'ulu HaMitiz Vashlemoth and David Malka Meshicha, comparing it to the time of the Moilat, the time of the Chidush Halavan, the time of the renewal of the moon, and not to the time of the moon being complete, there must be a special Moilat, there must be some special quality that there is in this moment of the Moilat, even more so, then the time when you have a full moon. And when the Mashiach is going to come, the Gu'ulah Hasid is going to come from David Malka Mashiach, what's going to be revealed by the Eden is this specific quality, the idea of Shehei Masidim, that they're going to be renewed like the moon. All of this to be explained soon. In order to explain this, the Rebbe says, we're going to understand it by having a look at the moment of birth, by a person, by a Yid. 
the advantage and the special quality of a little child, a little baby, close to the time that he's born, compared to the time when he's already an adult, already a big person. It is known, the saying of Godul Yisrael, which said the following, I am davening, I would like to daven, daven with the same intention, like a little child. What's a little child? A little child doesn't know about any levels in Elikus, about the spheroids and all of that. So who is he davening to? Directly to Hashem himself. As Hashem is higher than any sort of levels, any sort of titles, to the very, very essence of Hashem himself. So this God will be Yisrael said, I would like to daven with this kavana like this little child. On a deeper level, there's a certain advantage in a little child, a child in the literal sense, even compared to this God will be Yisrael that's davening with the intention like the child. Why is that? The God will be Israel, this great, smart, clever person, since he knows about the spirits and all of these different spiritual levels, so he needs to negate all of the levels and all of the titles. He needs to remember, a love, a loyal midois, to be davening to Hashem and after his midois. So he needs to think about all of these levels that he thinks about, and he needs to realize that the only reason we're mentioning any of these levels is really only to negate by Hashem anything that's opposite of that specific title. For example, when we say the word Yochoyl about Hashem, that Hashem is able, what do we mean that Hashem is able? What we mean is that, of course, we can't say Hashem is not able to do something, so we say that Hashem is able. Or if we say Hashem is a Chacham, where Hashem wants something, what do we mean by that? We can't describe Hashem with the title of Chachma, but we are saying that Hashem is definitely, you can't say the opposite of Chachma by Hashem. And so too, he keeps on removing one level and another level, stripping every single title that we could say from Hashem, and keeps on moving higher and higher and higher. So ultimately, he recognizes Tachlis idea, the ultimate of knowledge, is Shalayni Dacha, that we can really never understand and never know. He comes to the recognition that it's impossible to have any sort of understanding of the essence of Hashem. But since he comes to this by negating all of the other levels and titles and so on, so therefore even when he finally is kavon is to the essence of Hashem, the way it's higher than any titles and any mylois, so he's davening now with da'azatinik with the intention of a little child, but in that itself he feels some sort of, some sort of quality or how amazed he is about this, recognizing, wow, Hashem is higher than this level and that level and, and so on and so forth. And not only that, in other words, the feeling of the Mila itself is from how amazing it is that Hashem is removed from every single one of these levels. So it's always still in some way connected and linked to the different levels and titles. We're as a little child, since he has absolutely no idea about any of these levels and titles, there's no need to negate the levels and titles so his intention is the Hashem himself, as the Eibishter is not defined by, not limited by any sort of levels and titles. Atzmos is the very essence of Hashem. In fact, it doesn't even call the Eibishter Atzmos because he doesn't understand the meaning of the word Atzmos. He doesn't understand the meaning of the word Mohos. He just says simply Hashem, which is without any sort of levels and titles or qualities and so on. And even as we call him in Yiddish, the Eibishter, which means the one above. So the child is not trying to describe some amazing thing about the Hashem, that, that there's a certain quality or something about Hashem. All he's trying to say is that he is above, 
And besides the fact that Hashem is above, he has no idea of what the Metzius, what Hashem is all about. All he knows is that there is a Metzius, there is such an entity. And the truth of the matter is, you can't even say the word Metzius, an entity about him. You can't use the word Indian or a thing, because every single one of these words have a certain description, a certain definition, a certain limitation. It is only because we have no choice and we need to use some sort of expression because we're trying to speak about him, about Hashem. So we use the word Lotsui, that he's failed, that he's an entity. Or, as the Alter Rebbe says, Hamloir Hubez Galos, the luminary, is revealed. Hashem is revealed. He's down here below as much as he's up above. And therefore, even little children know that Sheyeshomelokam Lotsui, that the Abishter is there, found that the Abishter is, uh, that the Abishter is in existence. But the bottom line is that by a child, it's not with any descriptions and any definitions, it's the essence of Hashem. As a result of this, says the Rebbe, hey, there's now a major difference also in the way the Yid is relating to and connecting with Elikus by the God of Israel, by the adult, and by the smart person that understands all the amazing things about Hashem, by negating all of the different titles and levels, so his connection to Hashem is also, in a way, that he needs to negate his own metzias, his own understanding, his own uh, his own existence, his own being, that might express itself through metzias nefesh. He has to be himself in the vatal, put himself down completely, putting away his, his nefesh, his rotsay, his soul, his will, and so on. So in other words, it's about negating himself, because his metzias seemingly is a bit of a contradiction to the Eidishter. Where is by the child that it works? That right from the outset, Hashem is just revealed. There is the idea that the Abishter is just around. The Abishter is just there. There's even higher than the level that the Abishter is in existence. He just has this absolute feeling on the essence of Hashem. So, therefore, this knowledge by the child, because this is his home and see, this is what he's all about. It's not about negating himself, on just on the contrary. It's recognizable in all of his inyanim, in his eating, in his drinking. Every single part of him is becoming part of Hashem. To use the language of Chassidus, in Sif Zayin, says the Rebbe, by the God of Israel, by the adult, and by the smart person, his connection to the Abishter is mainly because of the level called Giluyim. In other words, revelations, not the essence. Not so much the essence of the Neshama. Because his connection to the Eimbishter is according to his understanding, his feelings, even higher than that, his rotsuit, his willpower, his time, his pleasure, the ultimate connection to the Eimbishter through the union of Yechidah. But after all of these things, even Yechidah is only one of the five names that the essence of the Neshama itself has, in other words, already additional level, besides outside the essence of the Neshama, showing already on a certain level, a certain quality, and so on. The idea of Yechid Oliyat, it unites with Hashem, all it wants is to connect to Hashem. But the bottom line is, it's still a certain level on its own. Whereas by the little child, the connection to the Abishter is coming directly from the deepest part of the essence of the Neshama, higher than all five lanes, even higher than the concept of Chelek Alikami Ma'al Mamush. In other words, it's Mamush, the very, very essence of the child's Neshama connected with the very essence of Hashem. To explain this more, says the Rebbe in Sifches, in the Avoida, each and every year, every single day, how this plays out practically. The beginning of the day of every single year, from young to old, we start off by saying, Right when we wake up from our sleep, before Metulus Yadayim, 
We say Moidani. In other words, the basis, the foundation for the Avoid of the whole day is the idea of a pitul, a devotion, a submission to the Abishta to such an extent that even before you feel your own existence, even before there is the Ani, you already have the Moida, the giving yourself over to the Abishta. The bitul coming from the essence of the Nefesh, not because of any sort of levels and feelings and so on. The Rebbe says, this is actually hinted also in the word Moida itself. In this paragraph, the Rebbe is going to focus on a gematria of the word Moida, which equals 55, also the word Hain. And the Rebbe is going to explain that this word Hain is a hint to the Etzim Anashom. And the Moida is coming from the essence of Anashom. The Rebbe says, there's a posuk, we have Hain An Levodod Yishkoin, which means that Yidin are a nation, behold, Yidin are a nation that dwells, that rests alone. So this level of the way the Yidn are alone is referring to the essence of the Neshama that's even higher, so to speak, even higher than the Yechidah, connected with the Yechidah Shaloilo. Rather, as the Pasuk says, Hein la Hashem behold, to Hashem is Hashemayi, Ushmei Hashemayim, the heavens, the heavens of the heavens, Ha'aretz v'chol Hashembo. So this level of Hein, which says both about the Yidn, both and about Hashem, is this bond, this connection of the essence of the Neshama and the essence of the Yid. And this is the Moida that's Begamatriya that comes before Lufanecho. Or even before Hamvaya Elikecho, Hengla Hamvaya Elikecho. In other words, it comes before all the levels that are revealed and hidden and so on and so forth. Higher than the levels Shomayim, Shomayim, and Shmeya Shomayim. This is the level of the essence of Hashem, higher than all the Darvis and connecting with the essence of the Yid. To clarify a little bit more this concept of Hain, it's 55, we're going to have a look now in footnote Na'ara number 66. Where brings, the Rebbe brings over there this passing, Hain Amul Avodad Yishkoin, that the Yidn are a nation that rests alone. So the Medrash says, what is the Pshat of the word Hain? Hey Nun. Hey Final. So the Medrash says that all of the letters in the Alam base have a match, have a pair of who it goes with. Besides these two letters, the He and the Langan on the final one. How does that work? So it goes in sets of full numbers, of rail of numbers. If you look at the first set of the Aleph base, if we put the Aleph together with the tests, so the first letter and the ninth letter of this first set, Aleph and tests, together equally 10. If we put a base together with a Ches, again we'll have 10. If we put a Gimel together with a Zion, again we'll have 10. The Dalit together with a Vav, again we'll have 10. Now we'll stop with the Hay by itself. So we went from every letter from Aleph to Tess matching it up with another letter. And we have the Hay stuck by itself. We then move on to the Aleph base. And we look at the next continuation of the Aleph base. The Yud together with a Tzadik equals 100 as Kuf. The Chof together with a Pei equals 100 again. The Lamed and the Ayin, the Mem and the Samach, each one of those equal 100. What are we stuck with? There's a Nun by itself. So there's a Hay and a Nun. Each one doesn't have a match. Medrash says that the Abishta said, just like these two letters don't have any match with the other letters, each one is off on their own. In a similar way, the Indian cannot match up with anybody else. No Goyim, none of the planets, none of the other things are always standing by themselves. Bringing that back inside the connection to Aristotle, this is what the Rebbe say, that the level of Hain represents that uniqueness of the Yid, 
the deepest level within the Yid, the Etzim HaRashamu, which is always bailed up with the essence of Hashem. Getting back to the Sikhi itself, so the Rebbe was explaining, that was speaking about a level that's even deeper than the Yechidah. Because even Yechidah, we said, is only a name for the Etzim HaRashamu, but it's not the Etzim HaRashamu. So therefore we must say, that there's something even before the Anilufanah, before that bitul that a Yid is giving himself over to the Yedishter. There's something coming from the essence of the Neshama, even higher than the Yechidah, which is connected with the essence of Hashem, that's higher than any sort of levels and titles and so on. Says the Rebbe, this idea is emphasized in the Neyer Mishnosli. The Yid wakes up from his sleep. He became a, a, a new creation, like a little tiny baby that was just born. And that waking up is even before you start saying, Moidani Lefanecha. Moidani Lefanecha is already a certain movement, a certain act that you're doing. There's a bitul, you're giving yourself over, you're submitting yourself, and your thought, and your speech, and your action. Moving your lips is also an action. So in other words, there's already this movement, you're doing something to go out in the way of your Matthias. But even before that, and even higher than that, there's the idea of the Hizgalos, of his Matthias. In other words, the actual revelation of the Neshama itself, before it's doing anything, just the moment it wakes up from its sleep, there's no revelation yet, there's nothing happening yet, other than there's birth. There's that renewal, there's that moment, that now the person is here, the Neshama is here, after being concealed during the time of sleep. And this part of the Neshama, being one with the essence of Hashem, Yisrael, it is this part of the Neshama, that was now revealed and now woke up the Atzimus the very essence of the Neshama, and the way he is one with Hashem himself. Since the Rebbe, based on all of this, we can now say that this state of waking up from the sleep, which we said is the Izgal, is the revelation of the very essence of the Neshama of the Yid, this is the foundation and the basis for all of the Avoida that's going to follow the rest of the day. And going in order of what's going to happen the rest of the day. First of all, you'll have that submission, that bitul of the Yechidah, by saying, that's going to be stage number one. But again, after waking up, after waking up, which represented the Neshama itself, was first revealed. So you're going to have, then, after Nehruvah, you'll be saying, the kind Neshama. And we go through the different levels of the Neshama. First, the Hoyrei, and then after Vuroso, and after Yitzhar, and after Nefachtobi. So this is all different levels of the Neshama. The way it's traveling down through Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, which correspond also to the different levels within the Neshama, the four Oilomoists corresponding to the four levels of Chaya, Neshama, Ruach, and Nefesh, which of course was coming all after the Yechido. Afterwards, you have the Birchis Hashachar, which the Chachomim established the Birchis Hashachar, based on the order of the things in the world that we take pleasure from every single day. More specifically in Davani, we also have the four stages in Davani, four steps in Davani, corresponding to the four worlds of Atsilus, Bri, and Sirasio. We have Bakosha Tzrocha, we're going to be asking Hashem for our needs. Then, you're going to continue into the Avoido in the rest of the world. After first going with Besaknesis from Shul to the Besamedish to learn. Then you're going to get involved in worldly matters to make the world into a Dira Betachtoinim. But this is all coming and following that first point of waking up. Which we say, what's the waking up? The Izgalos of the Etzim HaRashomo, which is going to include everything that follows. And then you're going to be able to get involved in all of these Apoyas. Says the Rebbe in Siftes, now we're coming to answer the original question. Based on all of this, we can now explain 
the chiddush of the geula on mitzvahs l'ashleimus with David Malcolm Meshicha, which we said that the yidden are going to be renewed like the moon, and we said it's not compared to the full moon, rather to the moment of the birth or the renewal of the moon. The special advantage of that moment of loyalat halavonot or reshoidish compared to the full moon of Tisvav. In that when we speak about the moon being a full moon, shining completely, that's regarding the level of the light of the moon. Or to use the expression we used before, giluyin, the revelation of the moon. Every single day, it's growing, it's becoming more until you have the full light of the moon. That is the advantage of Tezvot, the mile of giluyin, the revelations. But if we're speaking about, not as far as how much light is concerned, because we're just speaking about when the moon is starting to shine. It was speaking about the actual Metziah, the existence of the moon itself, which is higher than the Giluyim, the things that are going to shine out of the moon. That's going to be the moment of the Moilut. After being concealed, the moment before the Moilut, now there is suddenly that birth, that renewal of the actual existence of the moon. You know, it was as if the moon just came into being. However, this Metzius, this existence of the moon, which is the essence of the moon, which is higher than all of the Giluyim, now it's going to, from day to day, grow in the oil every single day until you have a full moon. That means that within the Giluyim, the Etzim is going to express itself, the essence of the moon in this case, is going to express itself every day more and more through the Giluyim that are going to happen day by day until the 50th day of the month. So in other words... Really, in a certain way, the chindush of the moment of the Moilut is a much bigger one than what's happening later in what's called only the Giluyim, the revelations. So this we can apply and understand regarding the, what's going to happen by the Gula Mitzvah is mainly connected to that moment of the Moilut. Because as we just said, that's the moment that what's, in Zgala, what's revealed is the actual Metzih is the existence of the moon. So in a similar way by the Yidin, when we say that they're going to be renewed light of the moon, there's the number one Indian, the Yisgal, is the revelation of the essence of the Yid, of the essence of the Neshama of the Yid. And not only that, that essence will also be revealed. That means even at the levels of the Giluyim, the levels of the revelation, like the moon, that day by day there's more and more of the light shining, but it's felt within the revelations, there's also felt the Etzem, which is the moment of the Moilut, which practically, regarding the Yidin, this means that it's going to be noticeable and seen clearly the real Mitzvah of the Yidin. What's the Yid? The Etzim HaNashama, the essence of his Neshama, the way he's one with the Yebishter, and this permeates and comes into all of the different Dharmas of the Neshama as well, whether it's the tainuk, the pleasure, the rotsoin, the seichel, the midois, the garments of Machshava Dibromaisa, all the way down to the physical body and all of his 248 limbs, 365 sinews. In other words, in every single aspect of the person is noticeable that you throw the kucha bricho kulachad. But again, what's the main point? The first thing that's in this gala that's revealed is the essence of the id, that he's one with Hashem. And then that filters down and comes down also into all the other levels. So based on this, we could say that the real shleimus of Asid Lovoy, this idea that's going to be felt in every single level and aspect, the essence, the way it's higher than all the levels, this Indian is specifically emphasized on Rishwedish Kislev. What did we say Rishwedish Kislev stands for before? We said Kislev is case loy. That means to say that even in 
the time of the Shleimus Agili and the time when you have the full revelation of Lamad Vav, we said before Loi is Lamad Vav 36. And it's also the Gematria of Eila, that means Gilui, that which he could see, and the full Mides and so on, which is the full moon. But it's always noticeable in each and every one of these moments of Gilui. Is, is noticeable and felt as if there was just the renewal coming straight out of the case after the concealment. That's case law. In other words, even in every moment of the revelation, it's felt as if it's a just a moment of birth in which the moon was just born. And what we said before, what this means is that it's felt as the etzem is here, that etzem, the level of the essence, the way it's higher than all of the giluim, that itself is penetrating also into all the level of giluim. Let's just summarize a little bit the point of the Sikha that we're discussing right now. What the Rebbe had originally asked was, why are we focusing rather than speaking about the fact that they're going to be full like the moon? What the Rebbe is now saying is that when we speak about the full moon, this is more a darga, what we call giluyim, in other words, how much revelation there is. But the actual revel- the actual etzen, the essence, not the level of Gilead, the level of essence, when does that come about? That's at the moment of the moilut, like a child just when he's born, or like a yid just when he wakes up in the morning. In a similar way, just when the moon, just when the moon comes about for the first time after being concealed, and more specifically, this is into the Redish Kislev, that it, we say case Lloyd, that in every moment of the Lloyd, every moment of the Gilead, you're always feeling that it's coming just after the concealment, as if it's a moment of birth. Says that Rebbe, we could add that all of this is specifically emphasized in the Yom of Chodesh Kislev, Chanukah, Yitas Kislev, Yud Kislev, which are all connected to the Pnimiyis HaToyro, to Chassidus, which is connected, we said before, also called the Oil of Toyro, because through Chassidus, there becomes what we call Yedaitiv Havisiv. Which means to say, there is an expression as for him about the Abishta. If I would know Hashem, then I would be sort of Hashem. He could be Hashem if you know what Hashem is all about. So this says, no, you die to Vavisiv. That means there is the Isgalus that you do have a certain appreciation, recognition, and therefore a connection with Hashem. And this is similar, of course, to the way there is going to be the Isgalus of Alekusla Osidlovi, where the whole world will be occupied only. In the knowledge of the Abishta, as the Pasuk says, and especially the Indian, as the Pasuk says, they're all going to know me. This is the Hizgalos. Of which level of Oisti? The Abishta says of me. Not only the level of Boire, which is connected to a world, a creator, or Masil, the one who makes Atsilas, but rather Atsilas, the very, very essence of Hashem himself, is going to be in a way of Yedi, Everyone's going to know Hashem, and this is what Chassidus is all about, getting to know and to have an appreciation and a connection to Hashem. Says the Rebbe in Sifiyun, based on what's known, that all of the Yanom of L'Asid Lovoy are all dependent on our actions in the time of Golos. It's in the story that in the avoid of preparation for the Gula Amitiz Bashleim through Mashiach Tzadkeinu, there has to be something similar to this idea of this Ischachos, of this renewal, we're going to be renewed, light of the moon, which we just said before is the idea of the Hizgalus of the Etzel of the Yid. Just like the moon is being revealed, the essence of the moon, in a similar way, the essence of the Yid, the Etzel Marashama that's even higher than Yechid, that needs to be revealed. So what does this all mean? 
In addition to that which has been spoken a number of times already, that the Gerulah Amitiz Vashlema through Mashiach Tzadkenu comes through to that, that each and every Yid needs to be Megala, the spark of Mashiach inside of him. And it's often been said that that's the level of the Yechidah. The Rebbe said, we need to add to that and correct that what's mainly meant is not actually the level of Yechidah as one of the five levels of the names of the Nishal. What we really mean is the Yezgala is the revelation of the very essence of the Nishama itself. And because that's what Mashiach is really all about. Both the spark of Mashiach inside of every Yid and also the general Mashiach is really a level uh, that's even higher than Yechidah, the very, very essence of the Yid, the very essence of the Nishama. The Rebbe says this is hinted in the Pasuk that we mentioned before, Matsosi David Avdi B'Shem and Kachim which simply means I found my servant David and I anointed him with my holy oil. The word Matsosi is similar to the word we said before by the Abish, there Watsli, that he's just an existence, which represents the etzim, the very essence of the Matsosi, which is even higher than any titles and definitions higher than even Mitzi's existence. It's again, just because we don't have any other expressions, we need to use some sort of term. We say Motsui, he's in existence. So in other words, when we say the word Motsosi David Audi, besides meaning I failed my servant David, it also means the Mitzi's, like the, the actual essence of the Neshama of Mashiach, that's higher than any sort of definitions and titles, even higher than the level called Yechidah, Aklalis, and that's why it's just called by the name Motsui, He's in existence. What's also he's found. And then comes the next stage after we have the existence of Rashiach. Then comes the next stage of Bashem and Kachi Rashaft and being anointed with the holy oil. Oil is already connected to the level of Yechidah, which is a general of Yechidah, level of Yechidah, which is Rashiach, which penetrates all the other levels, permeates and comes down to all the other levels, similar to oil, which oil seeps in and saturates every single thing. What does this mean in the avoid of each and every yid? That even before he is poiled on himself, he, he achieves the Yizgalos of the level of Yechidah, which is that complete dedication and devotion to the Abishter. In fact, he's even in a situation where he's not allowed to learn Torah. Right from the moment you're waking up, so you're obviously not the Rosh yet, and so on and so forth. And surely not Yechidah Torah, Nevertheless, there is that Metzius already, the etzimetzis, the etzimanashama, the essence of the yid. And this knowledge itself, just when you wake up from your sleep, from your sleep, this achieves and this brings about that all the rest of the inyanam of Avodah are also permeated with the Ezgalas of the etzimanashama. This is a real union of B.S. HaWashiyah, that the etzim of the yid is Ezgalas, but Poyal is completely, completely revealed. Says the Rebbe in Yedalev Yeshloimah that this is hinted in the words Kol Yimechayecha Lahavi Liwaisa Moshiach. Kol Yimechayecha means every single moment that the person is alive, by day, by night, whether you're awake, whether you're asleep, because even when you're asleep, you're still alive by breathing the air. And as Chazal tell us on the post of Kol Hanashamot Tahalil Yutke, that for every breath you take, you need to be thanking Hashem. So obviously, you need to be breathing every single moment you're alive. Even when you're asleep, which is of course not the case with eating and drinking that you don't do all the time. So what do we say? Every single moment of your life is What does that mean? That your whole chayis, your whole life, every single moment is about bringing your moisa mashiach. 
That means not only the time when you're actually thinking and doing specific, specific activities to bring Mashiach, not only then are you connected with Mashiach, but your actual life itself, the etzim of your life itself, is in order to bring you away some Mashiach. The Rebbe says we could add, by looking more carefully at the words lahavi li moisa What does lahavi mean? Not uh, other common expression that may have been used. In this case, in Chazal, we often say lahavis. So what does lahavi mean? And also moisa in the plural. What this means is that when a yitzchayis, every single yitzchayis is in the Indian of Mashiach, then automatically this brings to the situation and to the state of moisa Mashiach, which is that the etzim of the yid the essence of the Yid, the Yid L'shavu will be based Gals, will be completely revealed. So again, what does Lahavi mean? Every part of your life is Lahavi, is automatically bringing Yemoy Samashiach. And within that itself, Yemoy Samashiach, we said is in the plural, the Rebbe says, this can be a hint to the two general periods that are going to be when Mashiach comes. It also is to all the many aliyos, the ascents that are going to be in Yemoy Samashiach in a way of always going, Mechayel Lokhayel, from strength to strength, without an end, without a limit. More specifically, the idea of Koli Mechayecha Lahami the Moisa Mashiach expresses itself in the fact that the moment that Etzim and Hashem wakes up, so the moment you wake up in the morning to just reveal the actual fact that the Neshama is here, and just that, there's nothing else here, there's no revelation of it. But it's already felt in the breath of the breathing, the air, the Indian of Mashiach, the air of Mashiach. Or to use the Russian Chazal, the spirit of Melech HaMashiach. So the moment you wake up, you already feel the ear of Mashiach. The Rebbe says this idea, the ear of Mashiach, Avir Shil Mashiach, or Ruach, the spirit of Mashiach, is actually higher than another concept in Chazal, known as Oyri Shil Mashiach, the light of Mashiach. The light of Mashiach, and similar to what we said before, is a, represents already a certain level of Gilui. In other words, it represents the Izgalah's revelation of Mashiach through certain activities that he does. Like, for example, fighting the wars of Hashem, and of course, ultimately winning, and other things like that. So it represents already a certain revelation. Whereas the Avir Shal Mashiach, the air of Mashiach, represents the actual essence, the life of Mashiach. In other words, the Izgalah's revelation of the actual Metzius, the existence of Mashiach himself. This is an existence that exists already even before that. In order to become king, in other words, even before practically he's king and revealing himself and so on, there's already his existence at Melech HaMashiach. And only after there's this Gallus of himself as a Matthias, like we just said, like the ear, which is higher than the Indian of the Oyer. So once there's this Gallus revelation of the Etzim of Mashiach, first you have Mashiach himself, then there comes stage number two, there is Galus of Mashiach, the revelation to all of his activities, to everything that he does, which is the idea of the oil of Mashiach. So again, just like by the person, you have first there is Galus of the Etzman Hashomer, then all of the things that the Etzman Hashomer is going to lead to, in a similar way, by Mashiach, you have the first moment, you have the union of the Galus of Mashiach himself, his Metzius, and then you have all of his activities and so on. Based on this, we can understand that the main Chiddush of Biyas HaMashiach is mainly the Izgalus of his existence, of his Metzius, because all of the other things that follow, like the fact that he's revealed to everyone through his activities to redeem the Yidden, and all of the details of Yahweh Mashiach, that's all only as a result, after first the revelation of the actual Metzius, of the existence of Mashiach himself. And that's all included 
in that first moment or that first Hisgalus. Just like we said before, that the birth of the moon includes everything that's going to follow, all of the oil and the addition of the oil and the complete moon, all of that is included in that first moment. First, there is the Hisgalus of the actual moon itself. The Rebbe said this will be even more gishwak, looking carefully at Lashon Kerli Bethayechel Albi the Boy Samashiach. That the highest of life, Chayecho, when it's Nizgalo, when it's revealed, the actual Matthias of what this life is all about, that automatically, we said, brings Yemaisa Mashiach. Kodi Yemei Chayecha, the life itself brings Mashiach. Because as we just said, the actual Matthias, the life itself, once there's the life, once there's the Matthias of Mashiach, that includes already all of the Inyanim of Yemaisa Mashiach, because they are all included in that moment on the Isgalos of the actual existence of Mashiach himself. So, means to say that all of the Inyanam of Mashiach follow that Inyan of Chayecha, that's first Isgalos of the life and the existence of Mashiach. Says the Rebbe in Sif Yudbeis, practically, Hamai Soa <clears throat> Since we're holding already after the time of the Moila de Lavona, the time when Yidna renewed like the moon. So that's the end of Rishkhedish Kistav. We're past Rishkhedish Kistav already, Rishkhedish Angula, which is the third month of the year, which is connected to the third Gula and the third base Hamigdash. When the year of Tafshinun Beis, which is Rashtavis Hoyutation, has to fly his bow, and Bakoilet and Bakoilet, so every single Yid needs to add, even more so, in the emphasis of this Indian of Koyli Bethayechel Ovi Lubaisa Mashiach. What does this mean? By making sure that your whole Matthias, your whole existence, as soon as you wake up in the, mo- in the morning, is permeated with the Chayas of Mashiach. Because that's really the etzim, the essence of Matthias of every single Yudah Mashiach inside of him. And that in turn brings Liyamoysa Mashiach. And that needs to be and can be even at this very moment by a new re- uh, awakening. With a new strength of the etzim Anashamah Similar to the idea we said before, Neyor Vishnasi, waking up from your sleep, so a renewed Chayis of the Holy Yid of by adding another mitzvah to tip the scale for yourself and the whole world, and to bring salvation and help for the whole world. And the Rebbe says that doing this is not necessarily connected with very, very high and great things, which are connected with a level of Yechidah, like for example, learning Chesudis and spreading Chesudis, which is the Yechidah of the Torah. The Rebbe says, really, this can all be expressed even in very, very simple things, like giving the Gashmi as the Ganits to another Yid, which we said before, the actual Etzim of a Yid goes even beyond the Inyid of Yechidah. So the Gashmi as the Ganits of a Yid are connected with his actual Matthias itself, on the Shom of Guf, including, of course, giving the needs that are specifically additional needs needed of Fedish Kislev and Chameku, which are days of Simcha and Halo, where we add in Saudis of Silcha, also including giving the, the, the meaning of giving Hanukkah Gelk as the, the Rabbeim conducted themselves. And before that, there's the Saudis of the Fabrengans of the, uh, the, of Simcha, the days of rule of Yudin Yutas Kisle. So just by helping another Yid in his actual Matthias of Rashama Begulf, this itself is another way of this is Oiderus, this extra Oiderus, a renewed, a new, renewed way in living with the Etzim and Hashem, Rulahavali Includes the Rebbe Yiratzon Vuvoyeker that in the very beginning of Chodesh Kislev Chodesh Angul, which had already come the Poyel of Gilui 
the Gula Amitizla Shleimwa, the beginning of the Gula, and the complete Gula through Mashiach Tzidkenu, as the Rambam says, Yahweh Melech Mibezdava, the king from the house of David will get up. And Yisak in Israel, he will fix the whole world to serve the Abishah together, as the Apostle says, Hosef et Shalamim. I'll transform all the nations to all serve the Abishah together. And as it's hinted also in the very end of the Haftoira of last week, and also in the beginning of the Parsha Shapua, so the Rebbe says both things, the Haftoira and the beginning of the Parsha. In the Haftoira of the last week, finished off with the words, Yechi Adoini Amelech David Loilo. What does that mean? That represents the eternity of Malchus David, which continues into Malchus Shloim, which in turn, the Shloimus of that will be through Melech HaMashiach, which comes from, David, from the seed of David and Shloim. What's the toich, what's the idea of this announcement of Yechi, Adoini Amelech David Loilo? This is about the Isgamos of the Matthias of Melech HaMashiach, the revelation of Moshiach. And afterwards, after the revelation of Moshiach himself, in the, of the Matthias, of the existence of Moshiach, similar to what we said before, then comes the revelation of all of his activities and his revelation to the whole world. And this is hinted more in the beginning of the Parsha Shavuot of the Eilat Toilis Yitzvah. And the Rebbe Teiches explains it in the following way. Toilis means the birth, the birth of Melech HaMashiach, the Isgalus, the revelation of Matthias, is in a way of the Eilat, a way that's revealed, in a way of Yitzchak, as the Apostle says, Kala Shemir Yitzchakli, that whoever hears about it will be happy. So in other words, it's the revelation that's coming that everyone could see. And not only that, but it also affects even the Goyim, both Lovon and Esau, both of which are discussed in Parshas Vayetze and Vayishlach, which Parshas, follow Parshas Torodos, until ultimately, Yaakov says, till I come to say it, to judge Esau, which is going to be in the times of Mashiach, as the Apostolic says, should all be taken from Yad Mamash.